Remember that? Do you still do that? Don't lose that, man. Remember when you were a kid on a hot day, nobody was around, nothing to do? I'll still do it, man. I push the button in the elevator. Watch the numerals going up. Yeah, otherwise it's all wasted time, you know. Elevators, nothing to do in the elevator except not look at the other guy. Okay. Stare at your shoes. I play spy at the airport. Do you ever do that? I believe in using that kind of time. It's wasted time. Play spy at the airport. Especially a big airport. You know there's a spy at the airport, man. Your job? Find him. Get into a little of this. Mm. Let's share this with you. I'll share a swallow of water with you. Why not, man? No one ever shares a swallow with you. Mm. It's a kind of a personal sound. And never since then, it's already always, always mopey crazy. anyway. Right, yeah, they, yeah, they had hash marks above, so it's like <laughs> they had all these, and then great. zero above it. Well, one of my favorite uh, rock, paper, scissors bits is from The Simpsons. It's when they both write the uh, Itchy and Scratchy yeah, episode. I don't huh? think so. No, not yet. Uh, the Itchy and Scratchy episode That's that Lisa and Bart write. And, uh, like, well, how are we going to put it? It's like, well, we have to put our names on it. Put my name first. No way, put my name first. There's only one way to settle this. A race around the world. We'll meet you in Leicester Square tomorrow. The queen herself will drop the checkered flag. Lisa goes, no, Bart, there's only one way to decide this. Rock, paper, scissors, right? And then it goes to their thoughts, and it goes to Lisa's thoughts. Poor, predictable Bart always picks rock. Then it goes to Bart. Good old rock. Nothing beats that. (laughs) Rock. Paper, <laughs> There, there's a track listing. For what? What there. are we doing? Class clown. Oh, class clown. Mm-hmm. Waste of time. The dog grabbed the window. Boom. Used to be Irish Catholic. Oh, I love words. I think you hear my class words. clown. I'll tell you something kind of. about words. I don't know that one. That oh, it does have seven words. words that say that What's the Muhammad Ali, America the, play, the, the Beautiful? Passion. What's that? Words all we have, really. I mean, we have thoughts, but thoughts are fluid. You know, <laughs> sorry, I could do that from memory. Uh, Muhammad Ali is where he specifically talks about. It. Actually, we, we've been recording. So, hey, everybody, welcome to Comedy on Vinyl. Oh, you tricked us. <laughs> we're, here, hey. we're here with Ari Jarvis, who's sitting in the back because she doesn't want to be mean. And then uh, Dan, go hey. Jen Smith is not here. Apparently, she's just drinking beer. Jeremy Guskin is here. Hello, Mike Warden. I am, and me. Um, okay, so uh, Jeremy was just asking about the Muhammad Ali. Thing. And then Muhammad Ali is he, basically where he talks about how they tried to draft Muhammad Ali. Oh, oh right, right, right. Do it. Yes. And then no, he no. sings his version right. of America. Yes, okay. This no, is no, wonderful. This is the right? best beer. By the way, we are not sponsored by, but are drinking Session Beer. Session, session Beer. Excellent. Yet not paying us. Yeah, that's not much of a catchphrase. <laughs> that is a great catchphrase. Yeah. You should do that with anything. <laughs> it's in the fucking, you know, the greatness of his written into the goddamn sentence. It's true. That it's almost like Casadores. Do you know the te- Casadores tequila slogan? It's no. the one with the deer on it. Yep. <laughs> that's their actual slogan. All right. I like keep it simple. And it is good. It's I good know. It's great tequila. Um, we're doing uh, George Carlin's Class Clown this week, and uh, we're doing it specifically because, obviously, we haven't done a George Carlin album, and it's one of the most influential al- albums on me ever. Period. Really, you haven't yes. done George Carlin? Yet? No. Oh, that's I've been a waiting sin. to do this forever because I can't find it on vinyl. I mm. own it on vinyl. Well, but I, I have Occupation Fool and Toledo Window Box on vinyl. I have one of those, and I, I the thing is, like, but this is the big one for me, and I have, right. but I have it back home. I haven't been able to find it out here. Well. Which is stupid, because I know of three or four good record shops. You should make this your home, then you would have it. Oh, oh shit. shit. So if I, decla- if I put a flag in it. Yeah. Go. Oh, all right. Semantics. I declare this my home. <gasps> Guys, look. Um, so, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mostly because the seven words on television, you can't say on television. It's a brilliant it's bit. all really good, because I don't relate to Catholic school, but it's still funny. I get oh, it. Oh, I... Well, anti-authority. So I went to Catholic school. school. 
Oh, you did? Yeah. Yes. What was it like? Up till eighth grade. It was. Was it like all the movies? No, it wasn't, because we had regular teachers. We didn't have nuns as our teachers. Ah. So the priests and stuff were there all the time, but we had regular teachers who were our teachers. And I didn't really get into trouble, but my little brother got into trouble all the time. He got suspended for saying fart. <laughs> was a That's school. not one of the Suspended? Suspended for five days for saying fart. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and my wow. dad came into the school to pick him up. He was like, come on, Tim, we're going to go home and fart, 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 fart. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So it's a little different. It's, wow. a, you know, it's not the, the, the corporal punishment days. Of, uh, no, but no, we did know there was punishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got to get slapped across the wrist with a um, ruler. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And we had to write our name out if we ever forgot to put our name on a on anything we signed in. Mm-hmm. We had to write our main name a hundred times. Barnes and I learned that. Style. Yeah, and yeah. I had to learn that if by writing it in cursive, I could go faster. Mm. And then one of my friends freaking tattled on me. He's writing it in cursive so he can go faster. Oh. So the teacher came over and made me write it all out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's you weren't amazing. smart Michael go. Anthony Warden, not Mike Warden either. I couldn't write it down. I gotta write the whole name. And your social security number. Yeah. Very <laughs> shitty. 44134. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 7842. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. That's gonna be somebody's number, too. <laughs> your only weakness is like two sips of beer. Right? <laughs> 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 Fuck it. <laughs> Home phone number of 818. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by LifeLock. <laughs> LifeLock and Session Beer. <laughs> Two things that do not go well together. No. What are you looking at? That's, yeah, that's my, sh- that's my Shaun of the Dead cricket bat. That is scary shit. Dude. Yeah. It's pretty good though, right? Almost as scary. That's four years old. Yeah? Yeah. So what were some of the other Sorry. bits on this Sorry, album? guys. Sorry, yeah. no, 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 well, no, wait, no. what year did it come out? How about some specs? Let's get some specs the on people this. people out there who the actually might who... be interested in 1972, May 27th. May 27th. Well, that's like, when it was recorded. September 29th, 1972 is when it came out. Yeah, thanks. It was recorded in Santa Monica at the Santa Monica Civic Auditorium. Oh, really? That I did not know. Cool. That's uh, down the street. But uh, yeah, the, the, I mean, here's the deal. The, the big thing about this album, obviously, is that it, he got in so much shit with the FCC because of uh, because Seven they were playing this on, on the air. It's not like it was his fault that they were playing it on the air. No, anyway, but, but, you know, it was a brilliant bit, and, I mean, he was right. He, and, again, this is one of the reasons why I think Carlin is so great is, uh, you know, he was just... He was, a, he was smart. He was a linguist. Yeah. You know, even though an amateur one, you know, he actually mm-hmm. listened... He was, and he was, and he wasn't just an academic. You know, he was somebody from the real world who understood what real definitions of words meant right. and could play with them. You know, like almost like a, um, a latter day Walter Winchell. Mm-hmm. You know, he could change and influence the meaning of words based on what other people said, not what he was doing. Right. And it's just so great that he can come up with a word. You know, <laughs> the list of words you can say onto the words you can't say, yeah. and then and literally just circumvent everything and get around and say just things that are ten times as awful. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's like my favorite is when he was updating because that's another thing I love about Carlin is he updates all of his bits sure there was something like, you know the seven words you can't say on TV but I must have heard at least a dozen times all of them were different right and one of my favorite ones when I got to be older and I was actually understanding what he was doing mm-hmm. is when he's saying it's like uh, because one of the words is um, um, oh shit what was it uh, Cunter or um, was that it right and it's mm-hmm. like and it's not just the nomenclature for vagina because vagina you can get away with because it's a uh, it's a medical word right it's like penis you know it doesn't have that like sort of gross cock, you know, like dick, you know what I mean? And, you know, like vagina, it's that clinical word, but it's like, but then the other words for vagina you can get away with, you know, like you can say snatch box and pussy in a Disney movie, right? <laughs> We're going to snatch that pussy, put him on a box and take him on the airplane with us, yep. right? You know, and, I, and I remember listening to that with my jaw on the floor going like, that man is a goddamn genius, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. We were watching um, Arrested Development mm-hmm. and there's that part where... <laughs> He's talking to um, Charlie. Was it Charlie Stern? Where and she's British, mm-hmm. and so she calls him a pussy mm-hmm. um, to his ear, and they beep it out. And then Ron Howard explains that in England that means that you're you know you're sweet and kind, uh-huh. like a cat, a pussy. And then he's, he's able to say pussy mm-hmm. when he refers to it that way. That's really funny. Uh-huh. I've never, I've never seen that. And they beat it out again. Really? Later on. Later because on. they said it doesn't mean this. And then they uh, have the definition with pussy blurred out. That. And then someone else says, I think Joe or somebody says it, and they beep it. Wow. But then Charlie Saren can say it and it's not beat. That's hilarious. It's brilliant. That's awesome. It's brilliant. It's all contextual. This And the thing is, again, this is, uh, this is the first 
Carlin stuff I ever heard at the time I heard it, he was already into angry Carlin mode, and once yeah. I heard that stuff, I didn't really Well, actually, I was... Care. What, what do you mean is, like, angry Carlin Like, why, once the 90s hit, he you mean tied, like after, his, after tied his like, hair back and dressed in Okay, black like after Carlin on campus and after yeah. all of that. Yeah, like, which I didn't, eh, I didn't care I, about. To be honest with you, that was one of the first things I ever saw, and my uh-huh. dad showed me that when I was relatively young, uh-huh. and I remember watching it. And yes, it had those, like, disgusting cartoons and cutaway things uh-huh. that were based mm-hmm. on his stuff, which, you know, made it more mm-hmm. appealing to a kid. Mm-hmm. But it's still, I remember sitting there watching it and, like, him doing the stuff thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, like, you got to bring a smaller and going on vacation. Like, your yeah, stuff. That one's How come it's my stuff and your shit? You know, like, I mean, like, yes, again, it was, it, but it was yeah. all linguistically yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So when, uh, that might be you know, because right like, after that, sure. I went back and got Occupation Fool mm-hmm. and Toledo Window Box and Class Clown and all these others. Yeah. And, yeah, it was, I mean, again, like, some of it was, you know, like weird 60s and 70s weed humor. Pardon me, that was my pacemaker. Oh, thank you. Uh, like, weed humor that I just didn't get at, like, eight. But... Yeah, still, and I wouldn't know anything about that. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You know. um, yeah, I'll be honest, like, the first bit, mm-hmm. the, which is the long one, the 60-minute class clown one, yeah. kind of bored me. Uh-huh. But I have a feeling... That that was more visual because he's talking about being a class clown and mm-hmm. making sounds. Yeah, and, stuff. And, he, and, he, and like in his old stuff, he pull. I mean, his his comedy. It's not like listening to Steve Martin when there's literally a seven minute you know dead window and you hear people laughing at intervals. Yeah. And you're like, well, I'm sure yeah. he's doing some fucking great shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, but like, but Carlin, like, he does that. Like, he has a bizarre physicality. He pulls faces. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think know. that was going on there. Yeah, because it felt like pretty much. The whole 60 minutes, he was just making fart noises for the most part. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I have a feeling there was, there was a visual element of that missing. Right. That would have maybe made it more entertaining. A lot of people... I was into the bilabial fricative, you know. I was so glad when I found out that had a real official name to it, man. Bronx cheer and raspberry never made it for me. Bilabial fricative. <laughs> Do one from the back. It would probably be an SBD today, man. Remember that? Silent but deadly. Wow. It's true. Most of the time in class, I was tempted to fool around, man. Get someone's... That's what it was, yeah. You'd be bored, and you'd figure, well, why not deprive someone else of their education? (laughs) And you would set about disrupting the class by... Attracting attention to yourself! That is the name of this job, you know. It's called Dig Me... Yeah, it was like, uh, hey guys, didn't make the team, but. Yeah. Say, hey, he's crazy, man. Hey, you want to go to party? Wow. Yeah, you went to all the parties. Got the last girl, but she went to all the parties, man. Yeah. A lot of his stuff was more, it's kind of like, in some way, a solo show rather than a stand up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Routine. It's kind of like, in a way, not as not as story driven or oriented as right. John Leguizamo exactly. stuff. But you got John Leguizamo who does the the full two hour show, which is comedy. Well, that's but it's based on story. That's yeah, also exactly. Yeah, yeah. Material and a lot of his stuff. I mean, I would say that piece. I'm not saying his stand up yeah. stuff, but that piece, which is longer, it's more story based, where it doesn't have to be funny the whole time, which it, we've kind of lost. Which it kind of reminds me of of more like Bill Cosby's stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas like he can actually take a moment and actually just tell the story, and you're still engaged. Not, I mean, because like in my opinion, the best one of that is Bill Cosby himself. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Because that thing yeah. is two hours long, and there's maybe there. I, I think there's a point like for about eight to ten. Minutes where he's just setting stuff up, yeah, and not even for a second. Album, you're like, well, I'm gonna go get a sandwich. Yeah, right. now, you know? it's like you have to have a laugh every so many seconds. Bang! It's got to be a laugh here. You got to have a laugh here. You got to have a laugh here. You can't let people build stuff up anymore. Yeah, I know. Because like watching, like watching Bill Cosby himself, mm-hmm. it feels like it's 
over so quick. Yeah. It's you two know? hours. I know. It's weird. But, it's it's, it, but he does. He keeps you engaged, and that's why. It's amazing. I mean, and again, you know, I'm just, I, I, get, I love it when we start talking about this. Right. This always leads to other people. Yeah. <laughs> um, where uh, somebody, again, more modern, one of my favorite people who I actually saw and Dane really liked when I was uh, young. <laughs> <laughs> that goes without saying. I don't even have to I say would that. rather that it I don't even have to say that out loud. Out. I, think, I think we can agree that we, he's I think, all of our favorites. I think if we could have a Dane Cookman see a double dip, we would make everybody in the comedy world happy. Yeah. So yeah, what I, I think my prostate just fell off. There me. you go. Um, but uh, I love Jake Johansson, and one of the reasons I love him is that one of the first times I ever saw him, he did an entire half an hour, and he told two stories. Really? And I mean, I was awesome. on the floor. I yeah. Mean, it, yes, it's the way he, it's his characterization and his voice and his mm-hmm. look and everything else, but he uses it to his advantage. The same thing as Carlin or any of the other greats. You know, even Cosby himself. When he's not, he gets to a point where he's not even fucking standing anymore. No, he that just like, grabs a chair. And he's just going to sit down and just, back and, and drinking like, his water. With, with his legs crossed all mm-hmm. casual style. You know, like I'm doing now. You know, just like literally picking up the mic and putting it in his lap. Yeah. You can hear it like, you can literally go, you know, when yeah. it hits. You know, I mean like, that's how, that's how, how good he is at just engaging the audience. And I always thought Carlin was pretty good at that. Yeah. He was much more cutting edge and, and of the moment, but. There, there, um, there's a, there's an, uh. An intellect that's there that is not off-putting to people, which you can be intellectual and be annoying to people because people sometimes get afraid of smart people. Not that Jay would know anything about that. But what I but I like about Carlin is, yeah, he's clever, but he's mm-hmm. never he never shied away from being smart. But the sure. other reason I think he's never had to apologize for it is that he um, excuse me, I, I'm so I'm scratching myself and my leg keeps going. Oh, uh, yeah, right there. All right. Um, uh, is is he can be self-referential and mm-hmm. everything else, but um, he's uh, he's perfect at, at what he does. You know, right. like he never tries to do too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was some other point that I was trying to make. What oh. was it? Oh crap! I was talking about being too smart for your. Uh, oh yeah, audience. but the other the other half of the coin is he never has to apologize for it. But he also never needs to do that because he also talks about drugs and being a fuck up and everything yeah. else, yeah, exactly. which is what a smart person doesn't do. Right. You know what I mean? Right. A smart person can talk about linguist stuff and then talk about how much I like film and blah, 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 and then you're like, all right, shut the fuck up. Yep. But Carlin is like, oh, look how ridiculous the syntax is. And he's like, all right, this is how you smuggle dope past, you know, this period. He's definitely approachable, and, that's, yeah. and that helps make him relatable to the... Right. Well, my point is, I guess, that a lot of people compare him and uh, to, to Lenny Bruce, and like Lenny Bruce is one of his heroes, but we've talked a lot. What's interesting is every time we've talked about Lenny Bruce, I think Jeremy, you, uh, Mike Pricer when he's been on, maybe you, Mike, yeah, have yeah. talked about it's, you don't really care necessarily. You don't necessarily find him that funny. He's an interesting guy, and he's got, you know, he has this place, but he's not necessarily a hilarious comedian. No, that's, that's Lenny Bruce actually in his coffin trying to come out, if you can hear that back. <laughs> that's what that um, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact of the time. Uh, we're, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And also, I listened to his later stuff before his earlier stuff, yeah. and that mm-hmm. was a mistake. Oh, him just getting angry and reading, yeah, reading you know, tests and shit and, on stage and I didn't, And I didn't know that right. before I got And I've actually gone back and listened to some of his stuff, and I get it. You yeah. Know, again, it's incredibly groundbreaking. But again, it's not exactly what I would want to listen to after yeah. having heard people like Carlin and yeah. Pryor and, mm-hmm. you know, like all of these greats who come along afterwards. Yeah. I was just talking about Stephen Wright to somebody about some Oh, Stephen Wright's line. amazing. Um, and how it was nice having the Mitch Hedberg version for a little while mm-hmm. yeah. before that went away. But, uh, but Stephen Dimitri still. Martin is kind of on that boat too, but yeah. he has more and visual it, stuff too. And he relies on being cute more than the other two. You know, like yeah. uh, one thing I love about adorable. Yeah, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen Wright was weird looking and yep. knew it. You know what I mean? Yep. And Mitch Hedberg was trying to hide. You yep. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's That's a, yeah, he love that because he didn't think he was anything to look at or anything right. interesting. It's just like I got material though and a weird ass voice. So listen to this shit. That's pretty much Come on. Help me out here. Smack it a frog. Right. You know? Oh, shit. The majority of what ended up, like, in the Comedy Central special mm-hmm. was after they finished recording. Really? That's yeah. He tried thing. new stuff. Oh, that's They, they made him do, like, that. new stuff, and mm-hmm. no one thought it was funny because he was forced to do it fast. So then he just started yeah. doing his old shit. He sat on the stage. He sat down on the edge of the stage <laughs> and started doing his old shit, and people were cracking up. And that's what ended up... Mitch, Mitch Hedberg. Hedberg. Oh, really? And yeah. that's what ended up on the Comedy Central special. Because when we bought, we bought his album, his yeah. CD... 
And it comes with the DVD of the entire of the whole show. Thing. Okay, and then you can hear what they've used. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of those people I get the impression you couldn't assign things to. Mm. <laughs> you couldn't tell him, Mitch, could you write this out and do it this particular way to give us some new material? Well, he, ta- he talks about that, actually. I think they, yeah, just, they were trying to make him not do like anything drug-related and stuff. Did rewrite right. this? And he's just, just like, fuck it, at the end. Copy. <laughs> I, I think like one of the first things he says when he's like, fuck it, is like, I used to do drugs... I still do, but I used to, too. <laughs> um, trying to think. Where Some of that stuff with yes. Harlan, for me, yes. is even... Talk about how he's not... Sometimes I don't find him funny at all times. Right. And it, but, I, but I always find him also like engaging and sure. intellectual. He says things, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, people are dying laughing. I'm like, I don't find it funny, but make it a good point. Right. He's making a very valid argument right now that sure. I, I see his argument. Well, the whole first part of side two of this album is is religious. Right. And right. how so retarded, you, like, at least Catholicism is. Right. And, and unless you relate to that specifically, A, it's, I mean, or again, these are points that nobody was doing at the time. Exactly. So this, it was like the whole special dispensation thing was kind of new. Right. Yeah. So for us, like, it's not, we've heard it. You know, yeah, exactly. Everybody's done this since he's done it, you know. Oh, yeah. So, Well, I mean, but and people were still talking about Catholic upbringing, religious <laughs> upbringing. I mean, it's one of the reasons why people think Jews are funny. Mm. You know, it's like, just say something in Yiddish. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's it. What more do you need? It has a hook in it. We don't have that in our language. It's a gobbledygook language. Look at them. And they're so bad at sports. That's why I I always wanted to be one. Right, well, you, we can't all be chosen. <laughs> that uh, comes along with the term. <laughs> when you I don't get it. If you were to convert, though, uh huh, you instantly no, get. Here's the deal. I don't want to go get a God thing. I know. Say you converted. Say you converted. They give you a hundred thousand dollars and you convert so you can be rich, and then sorry, oh, start your own media uh, empire. But but then the, are your kids can. That's they, not true. Are they automatically? <laughs> uh, honestly, guys, for everybody listening, I know you think that's true, but that's not true. Uh, <laughs> actually, once you get bar mitzvah or convert, yeah. you do not get a hundred thousand dollars. How much do you get? You don't get any money. What? You, I'm sorry. All you That's do bullshit. I read it on Wikipedia. I'm serious. All you do is you just get the pin and the secret handshake for oh. the international cabal. But that's oh, it. Okay. But All it's right. not monetary. It's more favors. Okay. Oh. I don't. That's less attractive. To it me. really is. Well, Plus, you got to get that piece cut off your already done. Oh, well, done and good yeah. to go. But yeah, but then you have to take off something else. Oh. Then we want the webbing <laughs> between the toes. <laughs> It's fine. I guess. Basically, what I'm saying is, we want two percent. We, we gotta get. We want a piece. Is what we want. Conversion's nice, but come on. Brett made me an honorary Jew. Does that? What does that give me? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Are you joking? An honorary Jew? Jew? I asked who, him. Who for, gave you that? Brett. Jew Pope. Brett. Who gave Brett you that? Brett is a Jew. I don't, that's the, fine. A Jew? No. Unless right. it's what John if, Stewart or some Jew all, of importance, it doesn't if, matter. You're not. You, all here's the deal. You were on until you're powers. pretty important. Why don't you make me an honorary Jew? Too? Because I was playing a different minority. All right. So it doesn't count if you were playing an Indian man. No, it does not. Can you make me an honor- honorary Hindu? No. I'm an honorary play Hindu. <laughs> no. An honorary. Oh, right. I can get you some play doh, though. Can you? Yes. Really? Yeah, they sell that's it. Jewish play doh? I don't. I think it's all kosher. I don't. <laughs> all right, that's fine. That's, that's where they roll it into a tube and lost it. <laughs> it tastes the same. That's all I care. Um. So salty. Mm, um, so uh, yeah, George Carlin, right? The pastor was uh, kind of into John Dewey and progressive education, and he talked the parish, uh, talked the diocese rather, into uh, into experimenting in our parish with progressive education and whipping the religion on us anyway, and see what would happen with the two of them there, and. Uh, worked out kind of nice. There was a lot of classroom freedom. There was no, uh, for instance, there were no grades or marks, you know, no report cards to sweat out or any of that. Uh, there were no uniforms. There were no, there's no sexual segregation, boys and girls together. And the desks weren't all nailed down in a row, you know. They were movable desks and you had new friends every month. It was nice. Like I say, a lot of classroom freedom. In fact, there was so much freedom that by eighth grade, many of us had lost the faith. Because they made questioners out of us, and uh, they really didn't have any answers, you know. They'd fall back on, well, it's a mystery. <laughs> oh, thank you, Father. Mystery? I don't know. What's he talking about? A mystery. 
sorry. But, no, but the religious upbringing thing, mm-hmm. I think, is really important because I love it when he talks about religion. And for somebody who uh, wasn't brought up, and I wasn't necessarily brought up religious in right. any sense, but you know, I went to Hebrew school when I was a kid up until I was thirteen. Okay. But I love to hear him talk about, you know, like getting around, you know, all the people in there and just, you know, like mm-hmm. the ridiculousness. I, I love it when you hear young people talk about listening to the Bible for the first time or second time or that moment where you've realized where, where you know, and it's, and again, it's it has to do with faith and I don't want to say anything bad about religion in any form because of that. And, <laughs> yeah, and, there's, and there's plenty of people to do it. I mean, I got uh, Bill Maher. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you don't need anybody else and we're both from Stuyvesant. But, um, uh, when, when you talk about, you know, that religious upbringing, uh-huh. it's great to hear somebody so articulate mm-hmm. talk about that moment where they realize wait a minute <laughs> yeah like, hold, like, on, hold on hold on dead for how many days and came back <laughs> right? and that's at the end wait you gotta wait I gotta see some of the stuff in the beginning eaten by a whale only <laughs> two people flooding the world two of every end this is ridiculous right. yeah. this I, is, where are the again not to quote another comedian but again mm-hmm. it's David Cross it's like where, where are the leprechauns and unicorns yeah. it's like it's <laughs> like it's exactly Bill Cosby in the way it's like right <laughs> right <laughs> What's a Cuban? <laughs> Who is this really? Am I on candid camera? Even, even more than his use of vulgar language is the, the religious stuff pushed an envelope. Yeah. Even more than... I mean, Oh, absolutely. Because you had a lot of religious people who were like, eh, I don't care if you say fuck, whatever, dude. Right. Yeah, but, but start talking mm-hmm. bad about... Exactly. Exactly. Then, then you're pushing some buttons. Now I JC. Yeah. Not Jimmy Did Carter. Billy Beer, I'm looking at. Carlin <laughs> do... Maybe I'm making things up in my head, but I feel like I saw him do the Vatican rag one time. He might have. Or, I don't know. I remember him saying the genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. Really? He might have. He might have. Because it's like... He loved all Tom that Tom Lear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He loved that. I mean, like, he was of that stuff. It's like, remember that stupid football cheer he came up with? It was nothing but swearing. <laughs> you know? It's oh, like, yeah. I mean, he loved that crap. It's like, uh, what was it? Dogma, where he plays, you know, the oh, Cardinal. I mean, like, yeah, he, yeah. you know, there's, there's something. Like ratchet, ratchet, ratchet. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me see if I remember. Oh, my God. 65 so, assholes. Wait, uh, ratchet, batshit, dirty fucking twat. 69 assholes tied in the Hooray, lizard shit. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> And the best thing oh. is, is you can use that at any sporting event. My older <laughs> brothers loved it. He, they would always say that to me, and I didn't know it was Carlin until years from? over. It was, I don't know. I don't remember, but I know it was Carlin. I think it was years late 70s. Like, ah, my brothers didn't make that That's up. Right. They were oh. the brilliant Masters. <laughs> I'm thinking this whole time, what an amazing, amazing mind my <laughs> brothers had. That's uh, fucking funny. Like, tried I, to sell it as a cheer at Color War at summer camp one year. <laughs> <laughs> Did not go over well for the green team. <laughs> I heard a mix of different things when I was growing up. Like, mostly, actually, I my mom performed a lot of stuff for us. Really? Like, yes. That's great, because I, I because I basically became the conduit, you know, because my dad was really into showing me all this stuff when I was a kid, so I used to go to school and redo it for all my friends when I was like 10, 11, 12 years old. Yep. I didn't know what any of it meant. They, all, <laughs> they laughed their asses off. I tried to mimic his inflection, hit all the right beats, all that shit. They laughed on the album. I had to get it out of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, please continue. No, it just, um, I remember listening to, like, um, Eddie Murphy Raw and... George Carlin later and going, oh, he's doing that wrong. I <laughs> 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 didn't realize. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really funny. Well, yeah. your mom's in theater, and yes. so, so what, we, what did she do this album for you? Uh, she did, like, the abortion pills one. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she did the dirty words. Yeah. And yes. there's another one. I, I don't I'm just imagining you yeah. just, just sitting down and yeah, like, hey, here we go, the next performance is. <laughs> and they're walking in. Yeah. Tonight <laughs> in the living room, <laughs> we got Eddie Murphy. Uh, by the way, ladies, this is a two drink minimum. <laughs> uh, high C, high C, two high C's. Let's <laughs> watch it, ladies. I don't want to throw you out of here. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if this is like this is one of the first round because my mom had a bunch of comedy albums sitting around and I know at some point I was like I have to listen to all these because yeah. I'm like I remember when I was eight I decided that's why I have to be a comedy person and I, I started writing jokes and then I'm like God it's only till I was like 15 or 16 when I started listening I don't know though because you and I Dan and I started writing comedy writing and improvising when we were like 13 
And it's like within the next three or four years that I had to like absorb as much as I possibly could. Yeah. No, this is one of the albums my mom. We spent an entire weekend listening to pretty much every record. Yeah. We were, we were, so we were listening to Billy Connolly. <laughs> we were listening to George <laughs> Carlin. Smothers we listened Brothers. to like every Smothers Brothers. We would just sit at the kitchen table. This we listened to in the living room though. Yeah. We were like, uh, we had the bed out. I actually uh-huh. remember when you put this. out. Make <laughs> Shoes off <laughs> in the shag carpet, <laughs> toes. But Michael's there and you're somebody's been drinking this one. All four of us. Enjoy. And so, yeah, okay, so either way, it's one of my first, and just to have somebody, okay, I, my parents had always told me, you know, you know, it's okay, words are words, although I did get in trouble for saying some words, because I didn't know at well, the end word. You did them in public and... Fart? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's Mom how you learn. It is, it is, but I, I said nigger once, okay, but I didn't know what that word meant. Yeah. That's you fine, know. I remember the first time I actually heard the phrase Jude him down, I was in... <laughs> I was in college, and I was like, that's not a phrase. <laughs> and somebody went, well, yeah. And I was like, that's disgusting. And I'm like, I'm realizing, like, I'm born and raised in Manhattan. You know, I'm lucky I know the phrase Indian giver. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say it all the time and not know it had any yeah. connotation. Like, that's, that's, that's what I mean. It's like the first time I heard it, I was in, and of course, I'm like, I'm in the UK. So I go... Did you say something about juice? <laughs> juice them down. No, Spray it's, them down with OJ. I know. It's like, I mean, I don't get it, but I'll, I'll make it, you know, like, I don't know what a pram is either, but I can make it. <laughs> I get to the point now where I say gypped. He gypped me, and I'm like, yeah. ooh, it's racist. Um, ooh, all those gypsies <laughs> <I know>. out <laughs> there. <laughs> why am I so Or jerry-rigging. Yeah. Yeah. Against the Germans. Yep. Um, That's all right. And to be honest with you, they're just German. And let's be honest, anything anti-German is pretty much pro everything else. And I, get, I, get, I get offended when I hear look at gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> Understand. I get offended when I hear gift, whitewash. Gift, <laughs> gift horses everywhere, just they get so sad. You know? Know. They're a very they rare breed. Uh, but <laughs> gift horses. <laughs> the point being, the, um, this, like, the point like, is, guys, what we're really yeah, talking yeah. about is we hate gypsies. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody hears the they thing. They are a filthy, filthy breed of people with yeah. dirty yeah. children who are well, nothing but thieves I heard one of them cursed a guy, and he got so thin that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. But knew we were playing. Wasn't that the Michelle? It's really cute. Wasn't that the Michelle Bachman books? Yes, it was. <laughs> right wing horror literature. <laughs> That's right, podcast listeners. We are your only source for information. Please. Yes. Uh, but it was the first time somebody had articulated what I already knew, and he articulated it beautifully. I'm getting really drunk right now. Um, is that, uh, no you know, I knew there was no such thing as a bad word, but nobody had ever said it in that way. Right. My mom was always like, say what you yeah, want, I don't no care. God, my second word was shit. My first word was kitty, my second word was shit. Wow, a two-syllable word was your first yes. word? Well done. It's pretty good, right? Not a lot of it's people. Right. Not a lot of people. I was trying Pussy still two syllables. Yes. What's yours? I don't know. I don't even know. That's the saddest All thing I've ever heard. No, it was that. I don't know. I don't know. My mother was like, what do you want? I, like, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't I don't know. know. You know what, lady? Back off. <laughs> Every day it's the same shit. Diaper, tit, what do you want? You know what? Just back the fuck off. Alright? I don't have to make all my decisions now. I'm six weeks old. Sometimes I just want to cry. <laughs> Did you notice how I checked my baby watch? Yes. <laughs> but going back to racism, how come there that. isn't anything for the Amish? Like, we never created, like... <laughs> Oh, well, plenty of Why stuff. would you be racist against the Amish? <laughs> because you will never dumb. know. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. But that's like being. That's like being. But again, that's like being that's mad at retarded people. Like no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. No, I'm just saying. It's like it's like calling it like someone who gets mad. It's like calling somebody retarded. A retarded person wouldn't get mad because no. they don't get it. Right. <laughs> no, but I I don't like the Amish. I personally. <laughs> You Dude, don't like to be all that, all that working together and stuff. You? Yeah, come up with like <laughs> there is one. Amo sweat. What is it? Amo. <laughs> What do you what do you do right like, when someone doesn't want to use no. electricity or a phone or a computer? No, there's no an bulb. actual word. No bulb. Oh fuck. Yeah, there's a word for that, but it's not a slur. What was your first word, Jeremy? Cookie. I want to make cookie. Well done, Jim. Guess what? I honestly do not know. Look it up online. Maybe He's just trying to one up. You're, you're all big. You're all big Muppet fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said honestly. 
I was sophisticated as a six-month-old. U.S. industry. Those are the middle two letters of the word industry. U.S. And that is our job around the world. Run in, free some people, and whip a little industry on them. Here's your industry. Cool it a while, will you? So they can enjoy the benefits of industry that we have come to enjoy. <coughs> Oh, beautiful for smoggy skies, insecticided grain, for strip-mined mountains, majesty above the asphalt plain. America, America, man sheds his waste on thee and hides the pines with billboard signs from sea to oily sea. Jeremy's first word was cookie because of the cookie monster we established. But, uh, wow, I have no idea what just happened. But anyway, all I was saying, back to George Carlin, was he articulated for the first time something I knew. So there's no such oh thing my as God, a there bad is word. One. I hate you, Dan. Prairie Jew. I got news for you that's more insulting to than it is to the Amish. All right. When you're using Jew as essentially the N-word, because right. like San, See, look. Yeah. N-word. Very Jew yeah. is an ethics leader directed toward the Amish. I've never heard that. Wow. Just because Google said well, something. Well, how many, only Mike is angry at them. True. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I still wouldn't, I don't have a way to hit the Jew. Prairie Gypsy. How's that? Prairie Gypsies. Are so good. wait, But most of them don't live on the prairie. They live in small communities. I isolated, they like I'm saying New York. Barn Pennsylvania. Barn Gypsy. Barn Gypsy. Very men. Barn Gypsy. So, can I call someone anti prairie Semitic? That would be Mike. Mike. There you go. I can't think of anything. I'll have to come up with that. You're a prairie Semite. Jason. Yes, Dan. What am I looking at? It's the slur dictionary he's showing. No. no, it's Amo. People actually call Amo people Amo. Amo. This is a list of slurs. Is this on Wikipedia? This is, no, this is on some other site. Slur.com. Uh, but it's just full of slurs, and that's one of them. Wow. Racistphrases.com. Wow. Otherwise known as JeremyGuskin.org. You're such an Amo, you prairie Jew. <laughs> no one knows what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Can we make it worse if we call them prairie kikes? Yes, that would yeah, make it much terrible. worse. Be, <laughs> I would not forget. I would not be angry, Jeremy, for punching you. For <laughs> but I'm not talking about him. My favorite slur is. Then you're one of the good ones. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. It just means without now, papers. Yeah, without Wasps. papers. What? No, wop. wop. That's yeah, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. See, I'm really. Does anyone get offended by the term wasp? Can you tell? I don't think so. I would no wasp is allowed to be offended. No white people are offended anything. Thing. Yeah, I think anybody who but actually what you? I think if any, someone called me one, uh-huh. I think if, I think if anybody actually sounds like mm-hmm. Thurston Howell, yes. you're not allowed to be offended. No, at anything. no, absolutely. Think, 100% think. What if you want to sound like Thurston Howell? See, that's you different. Be offended? That's true. <laughs> um, that makes it worse. Wow, we're on a thing. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> Harry Jarvis. So I have to admit something. Uh oh. Uh oh. So George Carlin came to our school not long before he died. Oh and wow! Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. My, what are you my, talking about? I just wanted my, to say something about him dying. You're no. awful. <laughs> he knew it was coming. If That's anybody true. knew it was him. That's true. At least he knows but, the truth now. <laughs> oh, what I wouldn't According give, to some of the pastors, what I wouldn't give <laughs> to be able to talk to George Carlin right now because you know he wouldn't bullshit. Oh. He'd be like, "All right, this is what it's actually like." Darkness, scare, <laughs> nothing. Can I go now? Um, he came to your school. Oh, uh, Pixie and I walked out. Jew? Would you could call her Jew? Jew? <laughs> she is Jewish. I call her Jew. Because he was talking about, he was going on this tangent about mm-hmm. how people who say they're suicidal should just kill themselves. Uh-huh. But, and it's like, I kind of wish, well, because after living with you guys for mm-hmm. six years, 
I've, I mean, you guys can test, uh, attest to this, that I've kind of changed in sure. my humor and mm-hmm. what, what my threshold is. For some reason, you think baby rape's funny now. <laughs> it's way <really> funny. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the context. And the baby. And the baby, yeah. <laughs> That's what, what I meant by those, context. Those fucking homo babies can all get it. <laughs> all the very Jews. Did you say homo or armo? Because you guys are close to Glendale. You gotta watch, <laughs> oh, no. watch it. Mm-hmm. All the Amish have already boycotted you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now one of them is listening. Yep. Yep. But I kind of wish I'd already been privy to this side of my humor uh-huh. at that time. I might right. have appreciated it more. You might have appreciated it in the, as far as the irony goes. Yeah. And I, I can see that. But at the same time, I still hated that attitude and it's hard for me yeah, to watch. me too. You know? But I could have appreciated but, it yeah. even if I couldn't have laughed at it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the whole class clown, I don't, I'm not going to say it's a boy thing because right. my mom loved George Carlin, uh, Carlin but it's like I don't know, fart noises never amused me. They me don't either. gross me out. Actually, that kind of offended me when he's like, we just want to make the girls uncomfortable. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I make boys uncomfortable. Talk about your period, and suddenly they're all, like, gone. <laughs> I love periods, personally. Me I don't too. Know you guys. Like, yeah, I drink one do. every day. The- <laughs> they end most declarative sentences. See? What's wrong with that? I, I have to go to the store. <laughs> I drink I had period. my period. <laughs> right. Period. Exclamation point. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> I had my period. No, um, don't do the reading. I'm just trying to... I'm sorry. To I'm right? sorry. <laughs> dictated, not I, read. I, I apologize. That just my keep point. up with me. That's all I ask. But yes, no, I can totally understand where, where you're coming from. And that, I mean, <laughs> this album, I, I, the, the thi- here's the thing about the... Again... To me, when he's talking about fart jokes, he's all borderline making them intellectual because he's breaking down farts. He's referring to it as the bilabial fricative. Yeah. That blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't like fart jokes, but you're talking about it in such an intellectual way. Keep talking. Yeah. yeah. But, but what Mike was saying earlier, it makes perfect sense. It's not always laugh out loud funny. No. When I was yeah. young, the seven letters was the seven words was. It is absolutely because I mean that's one of those bits. Like it's a, it's a difference between baseball and football. It's that's you know like idea. it's when he goes for a drive and he talks about all the things that he fucking pisses him off when he's driving somewhere. Yeah, you know like those are the things that just roll. It's a twenty minute bit. Mm-hmm. You're constantly laughing and engaged in it. Right. You know, and especially at the end of his career, I thought he became more of a stand up philosopher than a <laughs> yeah because totally. there's really more about his point of view as opposed yeah. to getting the laugh. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and, and again, I think, isn't that a stand-up comedian's number one priority? It is. And it's making get people the laugh. laugh. Right. Yeah, right. And, and uh, yeah, getting people to enjoy it and think and everything else, yes. those are great, mm-hmm. but the great stand-up comedians are the ones to get that rolling laughter, the people crying, the, the <laughs> gasping for breath, yeah. the I have to stop for a minute because this one woman won't stop, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Things Did like you that. hear his last album? I actually liked his last album. Which I know I gave it, I uh, gotta find it, uh, uh, it's... God damn it, I can't remember the name the of it. I think it's called George Carlin and Dying Real Soon. No, that is not the name of it. it is. <laughs> if that was it, it's called... That was it's, penultimate I think one. it's called It's Bad <laughs> For You. Is, 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 is bad for yeah, and honestly, you can... It's George... He's slowing down a little. Yeah, he's still dressed no, in black. You but know. you know what? I gave it... Again, I gave it more of a chance it came out right after he died, but mm-hmm. I'm like, this is better. It's not all angry. Some of it's angry, and I just passed... I just didn't give a fuck, but some of it's really, really good. But, I mean, and to be honest with you, a lot of people use that anger... Sure. ...moniker when they talk about Car- Carlin. Yeah. I get that, but I don't think he's angry. Mm-hmm. I think he's more pissed off. Right. You know, he's pissed off that, you know, things aren't better. Right. You know, he things wants, aren't the way the hippie George Carlin... Well, it's not even just the hippie. It's so, like he expects people to be smarter and, yeah. you know, and better and faster and everything else. Yeah. And he's been doing this, you know, doing comedy. We did it for, what, almost 40 years yeah. on stage? Longer than that. That is incredible. Longer, I mean, even yeah. the greats, like... He's doing um, it in the 50s. So. What, what I'm saying is, like, yeah. even the, the ones who were amazing at it and, like, literally had the world in their hands, like, like Eddie Murphy, like, uh, Steve Martin, Carl, you know, uh, Seinfeld, yeah. how long did they go away? And Seinfeld yeah. only came back when he had a film crew and everything yeah. else behind yeah. him. You yeah. know, Carlin never stopped. No. Even though he did cars. Right. You know, and car wash. And, you know, and a million yeah. other things while he was 
Bill and Ted. Yeah, Bill and Ted. Shit. You know what I mean? Like, and and any other TV things. He had his own TV show, a sitcom, which was awful for a while. It was was horrible. Throughout all of it, he never stopped doing the stand-up. Never. Yeah. I mean, and to that end, like, for somebody like me, I can't say a whole lot because I didn't watch it evolve. So to watch him at every step of the way, I'd be able to say a little bit more about what I like and what I don't like. And see that, which is interesting because I have nothing but perspective on him because I saw early 80s Carlin before I went back to 60s, 70s Carlin. And then he turned into 90s aughts Carlin. Yeah. You know, and then turned into Mulch. <laughs> is that what he is now? Yeah, I believe so. It's right. interesting that you mentioned like Eddie Murphy and stuff because yeah, he's kind of now he what he does kids movies or whatever. Oh, God, he's trying to come back. And he was but, gonna host the Oscars, but um, fell through. Say it again. It was gonna host the Oscars. And I was so through. I was so I excited to see that because I was like, well, maybe here we're gonna get a glimpse. Yes, yes. yes. A little me too. Of stand up, I know. Eddie. I know. A little more Eddie. Eddie. Yep. You know what? Don't go to cookouts. You know, like I mean, like he could have said that one line and. 20 minutes of laughter. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't matter he's, Phil. Here's the thing. He's not that fucking old right now. No, no. he did Raw. He was 22. And, right? let's, yes. be, and let's be honest, people. Black people look good as they get older. And he's <laughs> aged remarkably well. Black? I'm like those omelets. He, he got a little heavy after Beverly Hills Cop 2, but he still looks good. African American, I'm told, is not crack. I don't think that's the same. No? Nope. Uh, those who are descended... From people originating in on the African continent. Just say Eddie look good. Eddie look good. <laughs> I wanted to get into Father Burns' confession on one Saturday, maybe a half hour before he showed up, and get in there and hear a few confessions, you know? Because I knew, according to my faith and religion, that if anyone came in there and really thought I was Father Byrne, and really wanted to be forgiven, and performed the penance I had assigned, <laughs> they would have been forgiven, man. Because that's what they taught us. It's what's in your mind that counts. Your intentions. That's how we'll judge you what you want to do. Mortal sin had to be a grievous offense, sufficient reflection, and full consent of the will. You had to wanna. In fact, wanna was a sin all by itself. Thou shalt not wanna. If you woke up in the morning and you said, I'm going down to 42nd Street and commit a mortal sin... Save your car fare. You did it, man. Absolutely. It was a sin for you to want to feel up Ellen. It was a sin for you to plan to feel up Ellen. It was a sin for you to figure out a place to feel up Ellen. It was a sin to take Ellen to the place to feel her up. It was a sin to try to feel her up. And it was a sin to feel her up. There was six sins in one field, man. You don't want to say black. The gradual decline of his... I don't remember if it was in Raw or what, but when he's talking about how white people, when they buy... In, like, Amityville Horror... Raw. Oh, oh no, you're talking about the horror movies? Like, just get the fuck out the house. See, that was my favorite thing, my mom, because I was... I never heard the records until I was older, but I heard her say it all the time. And then he made a haunted mansion, and the whole time I'm sitting sitting here watching this going... Didn't you just say that you need to get the fuck out and not sit around? He was like, honey, this is a great house. You know, the kids in the yard, the chandelier. This is why I love it. Sorry we can't stay, man. (laughs) I mean, it's shit, man. I would have left Carol Ann in the TV. She was, what, only four years old? We could make another one. Sure, couldn't have been that attached to her. He was ridiculous because I wasn't allowed to listen to him when I was little. And now it's like all the kids watch already move. Movie. Yeah. They're all kids' movies it's now. It's it's we grew up with them, and it's like now we have kids, not specifically us in this room. But yeah, our yeah. generation yeah. has kids, and we're going, huh? Oh, you can watch this. Yeah. <laughs> There's some other stuff this guy has done that you are not allowed to watch. I'm just going to yeah. sit my baby yeah. down and like, watch Raw. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Watch, watch Daddy Daycare. <laughs> and now we're going to watch the first two 80 and 81 seasons of Saturday Night yeah. Live. Yes. Here's Trading Places. That was like Here's rock star. Oh, star Trading Places is the best movie. He ever. rock star said. Man, he'd go to concerts and mm-hmm. arenas filled, like mm-hmm. yeah. giant arenas, not but theaters. But it's easy to give that up to become a film star. It is, it is, like, and he is. Yes, I just listened to Bob Newhart's audio or his biography, Who? oh, <laughs> the audio book, and he <laughs> talks about how he's still performing. Like, oh yeah, even that, yeah. and he said, I think comics and stand-up comedians have a responsibility Billy. to keep. 
going on stage. Yeah. That's their job. And uh, I don't remember That's who awesome. he told him, but he was like, you should keep touring. Well, was, <laughs> was, was Eddie, like, Murphy, Eddie Murphy, Murphy does not do that. Was he an, a comedic actor first and a stand-up second? No, he no. was a stand-up starting at 15. Okay. Yeah. Doing stand-up or 15. And then he got yeah. popular doing Saturday Night Live. When he was 18, when he was... He was yeah. Yeah. You got it. Was, but, but he was still yeah. doing stand-up all through that. Okay. You know, and then again, it's like that first album, either Comedian or Delirious, where he says, literally on stage, he's like, if you came here to see that Saturday Night Live shit, you should have stayed at home and watched that shit for free. If you paid to see it, you're a stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm not putting on the buckwheat wing and the dumpy thing. I'm not doing that. Alright? Just so you all know. So good. And again, like making that radical departure was so smart. Mm-hmm. It, it is one of the things that Carlin had a lot of trouble doing. Mm-hmm. Because everything he got cast in that wasn't his own device, mm-hmm. he was not, I mean, he was playing a real obvious stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. He very rarely got mm-hmm. to do anything that had any kind of depth. Right. I mean, like, even when you think about, like, that last Cars stuff where he's just playing the hippie van. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. which made me very sad watching yes. uh, commercials for Cars 2. Yeah, no, yeah. I bet. To see how easily his voice was replaced. Oh, they mm-hmm. replaced it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, because that was, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sucks. Um, or like when they did the little short movies and things, the shorts. Uh-huh. I wonder what they're going to do with the new Bill and Ted. Uh, I think uh, he will be played by Ray Fiennes. <laughs> Good choice. I know. That's a fucking great Honestly, I just came up with that off the top of my head. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased with it. I actually like it. Thank you I'm very much. With it. I think he can do he it. sold and done. Can, I, we, can we tell them, you know, the execs listening to your podcast, it's fine to do it. You don't need our permission. Yeah, you, oh, yeah, that's you, fine. You, guys, you can have, the, you can have that, that idea, courtesy of Jeremy Guskin. You just have to give Jeremy points on the back end. I just... I, and uh, a, a part. Do you want to be would, in it? I would like a small speaking Who do you want to play? Like, would, historically, you have to pick a character. I would like to play Judas. Judas. Thanks. No, wait. What are we talking about? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. You should think about it. I don't know what script we're talking about. We're talking about Bill and Ted's. I think you should play Jake. Oh, the new one. Then Bill I would. Ted's then I would like to play Judas. What I'm calling Bill and Ted's next excellent adventure. Right. That's fine. Can I play Judas in the alley with the thirty pieces of silver, gambling them on a craps game in the alley? Yes. Thank absolutely. you very much. Can Dave Chappelle play one of the guys yes. who wins for me? Yes. I'm doing this whole thing from this scene out. Whoa, by the way. Judas. Thank Thank you. Oh. Like, that's my impression. Oh, that's a good one. Somebody from And then I'll get Woody Allen in there, too. He's like, what'd you call him? G- oh, Judas. <laughs> I think Judas. they're just going to take the Bill and Ted's Halloween shows and turn them into a movie. <laughs> oh, I think God. that's what they're doing. Oh, Christ. <laughs> People outside the L.A. area won't understand what you're referring to. That's all right. That's all right. They're lucky. Um, yeah. So, they should go in the future. I'm going to say at least... <laughs> at least <laughs> they do in one of them. That is true. Yeah. First one. Bogus Journey does start out... Yeah. They should collide with the DeLorean. <laughs> that would be funny. And the TARDIS. Yes. The TARDIS. <laughs> I was going to say Sherman and Mr. Peabody. Mm-hmm. All four. Mm-hmm. All four. <laughs> I would watch that movie. And they so all end up on Pandora. Blob. This is a huge problem, Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz, Mr. Peabody. Oh, it's a talking dog. <laughs> Not the actor from the Matrix movies. <laughs> Quiet, you. Quiet, <laughs> you. Um, what were we talking about? Carlin, George, George Carlin. Carlin. Who's that? He was in a George movie called H. Car Wash that had an excellent oh. theme song that they play at sporting events. Car Wash, yeah. Um. um but yeah, I'm trying to think of the most embarrassing thing he was ever. In. I only came here to talk about this for five minutes, so I, you know I only have five things, five minutes worth of things but, to um, say. I thought you guys would have more to say. Nope. <laughs> I just, I, I'm such a Mike's big checking fan the of this stuff. Or no, I'm checking Tebow's getting his ass kicked. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is no God. All right. Uh, sorry. See, that was a sports reference in a comedy podcast. I am way off base. Yes, you are. Because no one else knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> He's losing. He makes me happy. So. Well, that's terrible. That means you don't love Jesus. And I, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, to be honest with you, all right. And let, just to, to, to derogate, I'm, gonna, tattoo on I'm going to stay on the comedy like thing for a minute, but okay, divert please, to religion. Okay. Because we were talking about Carlin, so I feel I can. Because I was a religion major in college. Um, really? Yes, which was weird. I was a Carlin major in religion. I basically picked the two things that would give me the most uh, definite income when I graduated. Mm-hmm. So one, one was theater and the other was religious studies. 
Um, which was right. weird because right. I didn't get picked up by one of those big theater firms mm-hmm. in New York when I graduated. <laughs> that's Oddly funny. enough, that's I was because I, I was very religion. I was at the top of my class. No, he There's doesn't. No religion. Do you think he was standing outside the buildings right. and just preaching? Yeah, I went. Oh. To, I, I tried to go into some of the uh, the bigger churches in New oh. York and go to their ER, but they don't have one. Oh. Um, I don't know why I was talking about any of this. I don't know the the, the, the religious aspect. Uh, yes. I would love to see a athlete score a touchdown and thank Muhammad or the devil. Yeah, or just you know, I, I don't mean to equate those two. I mean, just, <laughs> anybody who's not just amorphous, the Lord or, or Jesus. I, yes, you know, like I would like to thank Cthulhu yes. or Yahweh or Elron Hubbard or mm-hmm. I would. You know what? I'm a furry. I would like to thank the Care Bears for making this. I'd like to thank Carl Sagan because as the ball was flying through the air, thank you. I was worried about the trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank Galileo for understanding before anybody gravity. Well, I just want, I want to thank the devil for fucking up the other team. Thank you. <laughs> I want to thank Satan for influencing the defense on the other team and screwing them up so I can make this touchdown. There thank you. you. Thank you, Satan. I, I want to help Satan. I want to thank the Lord for keeping everybody safe except for the two guys who got concussions. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess they didn't pray on them for the game. And the three guys who got beaten up in the <laughs> they were outside of Jesus' bubble. <laughs> These sports references are way above my head. So I'm sorry. I don't understand the game that you guys are right, Concussion. Right. It's, hockey, right? it's football season, so we're talking about football. Oh, I don't... It's all right. Football's the one with the puck. It's American. <laughs> anyway, I just... I it's a real American sport. Jay's not American. No, I'm not. In when are we going to do the Larry the Cable guy? Oh, fuck episode. you in your fucking mouth, you piece of <laughs> Does shit. Does he even know what vinyl is? I don't think that's a bad idea. Uh, no, we should cover it. We should talk about it. We should. Why not? Usually we, we cover Did they quote release any of that on vinyl? Influential. Oh, all right. You could probably talk about vinyl now. Vinyl's influential. is the best. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> we could do an ironic. Can, can we do a uh, Guido Sarducci? Yes. Album I have Did two. I ha- you do? I do. Can you record them? I ha- Well, I, have, I can just bring you the album. Yeah, I have let's talk some more uh, behind the scenes. The stuff. Live yeah. at St. Mary's. Okay. The one that he does. Which I've, is not I've, as I've funny. none of them. I've only seen them on TV. My oh, favorite oh, is Breakfast Well, since so, so we're just here, let's schedule the next one. I'm right, free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's check our calendars. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Or can we do another Carlin, actually? We're I'd going to. do a later Carlin. Well, I have a lot of earlier ones. I don't have any of the later ones. So if you have later ones, let's talk about it. Because we're clearly not talking enough about George in this particular I think we've talked about it. I mean, I was trying to... I, I actually meant that seriously. No. Can anybody think of the most embarrassing thing like he lent himself to? What do you mean? I mean, like, to, because he did so many, like, guest star things. And oh, just something like, that anything, just like, really... Like, like again, like, if I ever met Raul Julia, if he didn't die after doing it, I would he be like... You know, Street ever, Fighter? Yes. I'd be, I, you know, like, again, I remember I had an audition for something and uh, some film, and they went, well, you know, if you get this, you know, again, two old ladies mm-hmm. doing this. So, like, you know, if you get this, you know, who's, who's going to be op- uh, acting opposite the pot? And I went, who? And they went... William H. Macy. And I went, Bill Macy? He was awesome in Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. (laughs) You know what I mean? And the two of them looked, honestly, Mm -hmm. like I had taken a shit on their rug. (laughs) (laughs) And not a a well-packed shit that would be easy to pick up. Like, you know, like I had a lot of roughage in the last couple of days. Something that was not only going to smell, but be difficult. Right. A difficult stain. You know? Paris dog crap. Wow. Sure is strange. How do you ask for that, you know? What do you say to the guy? I'd like to see something in a dog crap, please. <laughs> well, what did you want to spend on that? Money's no object. It's for a very good friend. I rather fancy that beige number in the window. Well, that's not beige, that's champagne gold. It's our breed of the month, Bulldog. You buy a Bulldog, we throw in a Fox Terrier free. Yeah. I imagine there would be collectors, you know, guys that had every breed. Yeah. Hey, you got any St. Bernard? Yes, but there's no room in the window for that. We, uh... The Doberman Pincher, you'd always know the authentic Doberman Pincher would be the one with the little pieces of clothing and buttons in it, right? Yeah. I'd like to include a card with that, please. Love to all, Dan. Put that on my diner's club. Do you mind gift wrapping it for me? I don't know. 
<laughs> oh, can we talk about Shiny Time Station? Um, yes. Hey, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Shiny Time That's Station. Actually, there I'm go. fine with that. But he was I good. I love that. He was good. It. He was really good. And I, re- I just remember as a kid, like, knowing. Better than Ringo. Oh, yeah. Can I say that? Oh, yeah. There's Is that all right? I'm Everybody's better than Ringo. Too. I love Bigger Ringo. Bigger than Jesus, Do you? Oh, I loved Ringo. Well, there's nothing wrong with Ringo. I grew up with Ringo. I didn't grow up with George Carlin. I didn't grow up with either one. So fuck them both. I know. <laughs> Shining Time Station was just it was after me. Yeah, yeah, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. That's an all. Right, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. There you go. Looking on the IMDb, I'm gonna have to say <laughs> Tarzan Two straight to video would probably be his most. Yeah, but you didn't actually shit. see that. No, I didn't. See, that's just happily. he might have been brilliant in that. Yeah, yeah. he was in Jersey Girl. I forgot about that. I have not seen that. there something, and that's why that was the first thing that popped into my head. I've never seen it. He was good in Jersey Girl. No, but that's because he was I can't. There's nothing acting wise that I can think. Of that I give a fuck about. He wasn't scary really three. You know, just the dogma. Stand-up. I like him, him breaking him breaking down any kind of barrier as far as like I mean the FCC back down. I mean he didn't he won the case against the FCC, did yeah. he not? So I mean Well I mean he also had a lot of people on his side. Of course he did, but he also had reason on his side. Nobody had done that before. Fucking Lenny Bruce, if you if you want to go by the you know the argument of the movie, it killed him. You know, so did the heroin. But you know, <laughs> like he never won his fight. George Collin won his fight, kept going, and then he still had on, a bunch of shit to say. I don't he think was he was on the Wonderful World of Color in 1954. Disney. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it about race? No, it's about color television and color films. He was also in Welcome Back, Cotter as Wally the Wow Weschel. That's awesome. Really? <laughs> We've also we will be doing a Gabe Kaplan album. Yeah. <laughs> really? They found one for me, so we're gonna. Do it. I do a great impression of Gabe Kaplan. Do it. I just hold a uh, <laughs> comb under my nose. <laughs> is there a voice impression or is this just no, a visual? No, that's it. It's just look hair. at me. Now I'm Gabe Kaplan. <laughs> right, I'm not. Hey, look. Oh my gosh. Wow. Listen to the, sorry, but this is Carlin. He was in a movie called Americathon. Have you ever heard of Americathon? Of course. 1979. Here's the plot summary. (laughs) In a story told in narrative flashbacks, a young TV consultant is hired by the president of the bankrupt United States to organize a telethon in order to prevent the country from being repossessed by wealthy Native Americans. Let's rewrite this fucking yeah, script. That's the movie. This There's is, a remake. I want to remake that movie. This is awesome. <laughs> you guys wanted to know. I like the last three <laughs> words. Know. It might yeah. be amazing. Wealthy Native oh, Americans. Wait, Thank it you. Goes Multi-Native Americans, now owners of the Nike Corporation. <laughs> a desperate president decides to make a last-ditch effort to save the country. What year is this? 1979. The year I was born, John yeah. Ritter plays President Chet Roosevelt. Oh, oh my god. god. Of course he does. We're That's watching amazing. this movie. Fred Willard plays Vincent Vanderhoof. Oh my god. I will find it. I will find it. Thank you, Dan. I will go through all my channels. Oh, this is awesome. I, uh, Meatloaf's in it. Elvis Costello. Holy fuck. Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> America Song? Jay Leno is in it. He plays Larry Miller. Poopy butt. <laughs> Wait, no, no, let me look at that. Yeah, that's written. <laughs> this well, is blowing my mind. Boys and girls, you all have a homework assignment. Oh my god. George oh. Carlin's a narrator of this film. The narrator tells the story of how it happened, and Carlin's no. a narrator. Go oh home and watch America Fun. Yeah, everybody. America. So Jeremy's giving you your assignment. Everybody, you please, no matter what, listen to this album. If you listen to any comedy album, we're going to be doing Tom Lehrer next, um, but we want to make sure you listen to Carlin. two very different sides. Listen to George Carlin. You don't like him? That's fine. But Seven seven Words You Can't Say on Television was the greatest things ever made, ever, yep. period. One of the greatest comedy bits that literally anybody can enjoy. And you might not appreciate it because you're used to hearing that stuff all the time. Yeah. But at the time, nobody could say this on TV. It was more conservative than now, if you can believe that. Yeah, and so. it's great to listen to the one on this album because, yes. again, he revisits his stuff all the time. So yep. if you hear a later version, yeah. he will actually take all of the things you've said into account mm-hmm. into account when you hear it the next yeah. time. This it's is really brilliant. the first time this big a group of people has probably heard it. So you're listening to a genuine reaction from these people, you know. So it's 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 good. Um, all right. So this has been an episode. Um, <laughs> again, thank you to Ari Jarvis who did end up speaking up. Thank you. Okay. To Dan Gomiller. Yeah. Um, I regret nothing. <laughs> Mike Warden. <laughs> thank and you. me. Everybody, have a good thing and. Yeah, have a good thing. Happy Bye. holidays. Yeah, it's too late. Oh, that's right. This is <laughs> I'm not pre just, that. This is um, pre Christmas, so that's fine. Happy yeah. New Year. Happy, happy, uh, what is Have it? a solemn Ramadan. Happy, happy Field Jew Year.
Oh, no, God. I can't say Felix Jew. Is I it Prairie it. Jew? Yes, yeah, Prairie Jew. It's awful. It makes me sick, too. Ammo. Just, happy ammo. Happy ammo, happy ammo year. year. Yeah. That, that just sounds like a military term. Like yeah. Everybody, just so you know, I'm Prairie being ammo? ironic. I'm not. Prairie Jeremy's ammo. not. Jeremy's not. A Prairie ammo? That doesn't even... Prairie ammo. We can drop the... That sounds like a, that sounds like a subsection true. of the Amish. Yeah. Pre- Pre- <laughs> Those are ones that really don't touch on It sounds like somebody speaking in Latin. Periamo Deus. <laughs> All right, everybody. Periamos wear their hats backwards. Thank you for listening to whatever this is. I love words. I thank you for hearing my words. I want to tell you something about words that I, uh, I think is important. I love, as I say, they're my uh, work, they're my play, they're my passion. Words are all we have, really. Uh, we have thoughts, but thoughts are fluid, you know. And then we assign a word to a thought. And we're stuck with that word for that thought. So be careful with words. I like to think, yeah, the same words, you know, that hurt can heal. It's a, it's a matter of how you pick them. There are some people that aren't into all the words. There are some people that would have you not use certain words. Yeah, there are 400,000 words in the English language. And there are seven of them you can't say on television. What a ratio that is. 399,993... To seven. They must really be bad. They'd have to be outrageous to be separated from a group that large. All of you over here, you seven. Bad words. That's what they told us they were, remember? That's a bad word. No bad words. Bad thoughts. Bad intentions. And words. You know the seven, don't you, that you can't say on television? Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits, huh? Comedy on Vinyl is recorded at Fort Awesome Studios in beautiful downtown Burbank, California. Our producer is Mike Warden, our host is Jason Klom, and he's also the editor. Comedy on Vinyl is a stolen dress entertainment production. You can check out all of our other podcasts, books, videos, other audio stuff, probably some writing, at StolenDress.com. And uh, please check out Comedy on Vinyl at Facebook.com slash Comedy on Vinyl, Twitter.com slash Comedy on Vinyl. And please subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us highly, and spread the word. Thank you so much for listening to Comedy on Vinyl this week, and have a very good thing. Magic and the stomach bump to see But nothing seemed to answer So they sent him round to me I'm Jimmy Good old Dr. Jimmy He said, no, Dr. Juicy Quick Or I shall go right up to see But there are some two-way words Those double-meaning words Remember the ones you giggled at in sixth grade? And the cock crowed three times Hey, the cock crowed three times Hey, hey it's in the Bible hey. There are some two-way words, like it's okay for Kurt Gowdy to say, Roberto Clemente has two balls on him. But he can't say, I think he hurt his balls on that play, Tony, don't you? He's holding them. He must have hurt them, by God. And the other two-way word that goes with that one is prick. It's okay if it happens to your finger. Yes, you can prick your finger, but don't finger your prick. No, no. Uh-huh.